Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, human people. And welcome in to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I am Jeff Kavanaugh. Oh, oh stop! I just hit him both. He's seven yards. It must be a reality show. Sometimes you hit the wrong button first. Just look, I'm Jeff and he's Jesse, okay? And the Cowboys won by 20. So be happy and chill out, okay? Crying out loud. Basketball's back. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds on me hitting the wrong button, team matchup info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. It's your continued source for all sports wagering information. Bet Online has live betting, free contests, giveaways, fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Well, I screwed everything up, but hey, Jesse, how you doing, man? I'm good, brother. Happy Monday to you. Happy yeah, one by twenty Monday. Your abs feeling good? You got your ab workout in this one? Yeah, I just finished. It was a ten minute guy. Just ten minutes. People don't understand. You don't need more than ten minutes on abs. You don't need more than ten. Yeah, abs start in the kitchen. Well, you also don't want to worry about that. Oh. <laughs> I choose to believe I could just go ride the bike for an hour and a half and it'll work <laughs> off the fact that I had Wendy's on the way home. Ocho Cinco said I can eat whatever I want as long as I exercise. Yeah, Ocho Cinco. I mean, there's some people who are just specimens. And like he lives by that. Like that was my that was my OG, my rookie year in 2007. And he ate like that when I, we were in Cincinnati, like every single day. And like one of the rules were because they didn't cut our hairs. Uh, he was like, listen, young fella. You better have barbecue sunflower seeds. You better have uh, fruit snacks. And it was a bunch of other candy that he, like, it was a must to have in the meeting room. He goes, if you don't, then I'm going to cut your hair. So he's eaten like that for a very long time, just genetically, genetically a freak. Just, you know, you just drink your water and you, uh, you know, you get your cardio in and you can have a chicken sandwich and a large fry and a big old Dr. Pepper. Probably not. I would look a lot better if I didn't do those extra things, but we're not going to worry about that. Okay. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation, except Cowboys points. We want all of those points. 49, <laughs> highest anybody scored this year. Hey, Jesse, Cowboys might be pretty good, huh? Um, they showed it Sunday. They showed it yesterday. Uh, that was that was that was teach tape. Like a lot of that happened in that football game. That was some teach tape stuff. They came out with energy, they came out focused, and that was a concern that we talked about last week. Will these young guys start kind of Looking towards the bye week, who got the who who got the, the jet to Cabo, who got the jet to Vegas? Nah, those young fellas came out. Dak in particular, he came out on fire. Kellen Moore came out calling a wonderful game plan. I mean, there was so much stuff that was happening in that game. Like literally, I just stopped writing notes and just put W O W exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, and I like underlined it three times because that's how good they were playing at that point in time. 
And Tony Pollard only got 14 carries. And the reason he only got 14 carries is because he ran for too many yards on each of his carries. <laughs> if he didn't get take away the ability to get more yards, they could have called more run plays. But when you get 10 yards a pop, it, you just you already covered all the ground. We don't have to call more plays. We already scored. Uh, holy crap. What a performance from Tony Pollard. And like I don't even know what to do with the conversation anymore. Zeke's a good football player, good teammate, good dude, it seems like. Uh, the best running back on the team is Tony Pollard. I don't know that Jerry after the game said nothing's changed. We go as Zeke goes. And the bad part is I think he really believes that, but Holy crap. You're uh your second running back is one of the five or 10 best running backs in football. That's real nice. I'd probably give him the ball. Okay. Here's, here's conspiracy theory. Jess, you ready? Oh, please tell me they're keeping the count of his touches down so they can not pay him. Oh, that would be, no, that would be backwards. I no. would like the conspiracy theory that they're keeping his mileage down so that they can pay him and no. he won't have the miles on him. No, I think it's keep the keep the carries down so that when he comes to the table for his big contract, they can go, well, listen, you know, a lot of the stuff that you did was because of we had Zeke Elliott in front of you and, you know, he tenderized the defense a little bit. And I know you had one really good game, but it was against the worst run defense in all of football. So, you know, Maybe that, you know, that because if I'm him, I'm coming to the game. I'm coming to the table saying, hey, remember what I did in Chicago and other times. But I think sometimes the Cowboys are like, hey, we screwed up one time uh, on paying a running back way over what he was worth. And we won't get stronger on doing that again. So if we keep making them divvy these carries up between the two, we get our value out of Zeke because we're already stuck paying him $15, 16000000 million. But we also keep performances like this from Tony Pollard from happening more on the regular so that when he does come to the table, he can't demand the money that he actually may deserve or want because they'll go back and they'll say, well, the numbers say that you aren't supposed to be paid like a bop, 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 top tier running back in the league. So we're going to pay you not top tier money so you can stay with us. I enjoy the theory. The only problem is I think there's 31 other teams that know how good he is and your team's the only one that doesn't. Like, I just looked it up this morning because I was curious because I knew he had over five yards of carry for his career. And if you just take guys who at least had hundreds of carries, the most yards per carry in the history of the league is Nick Chubb and Jamal Charles at 5.4. Second in the history of the NFL is Tony Pollard at 5.3. Mm. Then you get to Jim Brown at 5.2. <laughs> then I had a I had an old head on Twitter get real mad at me. He was like, why don't you grab Jim Brown's best years? I was like, no, I'm literally just posting their career stats. And he's like, no, you're hand-picking. I was like, yeah, I hand-picked their career, career their right. whole career. Uh, I wasn't trying to make the case that Tony Pollard is better than Barry Sanders or Jim Brown. I promise. I was just pointing out that over a four year sample size, when he gets the ball, the results are very good. No, and he's one of the best at miss forced miss tackle percentage. And I'm a believer in the analytics of running back where how often do you force miss tackles? What's your yards after contact? What's your, all the things that the offensive line can't do for you. Like, what do you do in those scenarios? And Tony Pollard measures as one of the best in football every year. And Zeke measures in the bottom half of the league every year. And so, like, somebody in the league knows that. And Tony Pollard going to get paid. Tony's yeah. getting $10 million a year somewhere. And, and, and it might not be in Dallas because when you look at it, you know, there's, there are some other guys who they may deem a little bit more important who they got to open the checkbook to as well, right? You got, of course, you got Diggs coming up with his deal. Um, I think Micah. CD Lamb. I mean, so there, there's a number of guys who are coming up with the deal. And so 
as Stephen Jones would say, you know, I don't, you know, the, the pie, I don't know how much of the pie, the pie goes around, will get back around that pie to Tony Pollard. So his talents may, may go elsewhere. And, and, you know, and that's cool. I'm, I'm, it's not cool in the sense of he leaves, but it's cool in his, for me as a player, go get that money. Because as a running back, your shelf life, you know, inevitably in the National Football League is short. You don't have the ability to go 10, 15 plus years like maybe a quarterback or receiver or lineman or tight ends get to do. You, 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 have a, you have a three to four year to an eight year window where you actually can play this game and some even shorter than that. I mean, look at Todd Gurley. He came in really, really, really high profile, dude. But, you know, that career ended short. And there's, there's a host of other names that come in like that. So for Tony Pollard, man, what a what a what a what a money making game he put on display yesterday for all to see. And he had to what your to your point, he had a couple moves in that game that I don't even think Prime Zeke could do. Um his he, ankles aren't aren't it ain't right that what his he, ankles can do. He jump cut one time, jump cut, juked, and went back to the direction he just left on the juke. And, you know, then it was the other one that he should have had a four-yard loss, and it showed his power, breaks the tackle, and then runs away from dudes for a 50-something-yard touchdown or whatever it was. Like, he just he, – he showed a lot of versatility in what he's able to do uh, in that game yesterday. And he did it in 14 carries. So he did – not only did he do it – in large numbers of, of yards, he did it in he did it in 14 carries. That, that's that's being efficient with the with the time that you're out there on the football field. And I really enjoyed that. Um, and there's no way that people are going to not construe this as a knock on Zeke. But like, if you tell me that a cornerback, like I can't get rid of this corner because he plays the run great, I don't care. Like, if you're a corner, I'm like, can you go cover that dude? Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't tackle great. Well, then he can't play corner for me. I don't care if you can pass block as a running back. Like, if you can, it's nice. I think NFL teams are stupid every time they ask their running back to do that, especially if you have a good quarterback. Like I remember a year ago when it was like, you can't blitz stack. He's one of the best in the league against the blitz. He can identify what's happening and get the ball out. I don't care if you can pass block because you shouldn't be standing there. Do what Pollard did on his one catch of the game. We said, hut, swing out to the flats. If they bring pressure... You're getting the ball. Enjoy your 15 yards. I don't give half a crap about running backs blocking. Stop asking them to. Put them in the route. Let your quarterback figure out what's happening. Uh, but that's all. Let me get back to being happy. Um, doesn't that suck that sometimes when you're broadcasting, you really are broadcasting to a really small percentage of loud people who don't like what you say sometimes, but you see their responses, and so you end up fighting people who don't even really exist. They're just people in the comments. It's probably 5% of people, but whatever. Uh, Dak was awesome. That was great. Uh, like how, how bad did Dak need that performance? Um, it depends who you ask to me. He didn't, uh, cause I thought he was really good the week before. So like, I'm good with Dak. I knew, I know he's good. I'm not worried about it. I think he could use it for the public swaying of, but this, I think most people who don't think Dak is good never will. Like they're, they already wrote it down. They're done. Like over the last two weeks, not just this week, over the last two weeks, his EPA per play and completion percentage over expected, these are nerd things, but he's number one in football. And that's over the last two weeks, not just this one. He played well both weeks. So they called more pass plays and he played, I would say he played better than he did a week ago. 
but I was okay with what he did last week and I was happier with what he did this week, but Dak's good. I don't worry about Dak. He's one of the 10 best quarterbacks on the planet. If he wants to play like one of the five best, hell yeah, sign me up, but I'm good with Dak. So I think, I think it's helpful for whatever percentage of the fan base might have some doubts or maybe just like lingering worry about like, you know, the end of last year wasn't his best football and is his best football behind him? Sure. An offensive explosion of scoring points is really good and really convenient for how the Metroplex is going to feel, but I wasn't worried about him. He good. Yeah, I, I thought, and I'm on the other side of you, I thought he kind of needed this game for a number of reasons. I thought I thought just confidence-wise, um, you know, being able to go out there. And then, and then to, the, to, the, to the fan base, even those who think, because I, I think Dak Prescott is a really good quarterback. I have yet, and I don't think I ever will put him in the elite category. I don't care what the DVOA, EPOA, AT&T, FBI, I don't know, I don't know all those numbers, um, but I think he's a really, really, really good quarterback. And But at times, you see things from him, and, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure if we sat down and we broke down every single quarterback, there will be some things that we see in all of them. But for the overall optics of it, it was a game where – he looked totally in control. He didn't look confused. He didn't look. He didn't look like he didn't know where the ball should go. He didn't look indecisive. He looked very confident. He looked in control. He looked in command. The ball was jumping out of his hand. He was. He was making throws to everybody. Right. Everybody got throws, and you know there was throws that. I love that Kellen Moore finally decided. Hey, you know what? Michael Gallup isn't really good at start stopping routes. Just, just keep him on the route to keep going. Slants, deep post, go routes, anything that keeps his motor going, run those routes. I thought they were precise on those. I thought that they were, you know, when those routes were called for him, that he was there to, you know, Dak was getting the ball to him in those spots. And that type of recognition, knowing how to get a player going, because you can say, you know, I got to get this guy going. But how do I get this guy going? And, and getting him going, trying to run curl routes is not the right time, right, for that particular player. But knowing that Michael Gallup is best on these routes, scheming it up from the from the OC's perspective, and then from the quarterback seeing it, it's like, oh yeah, I'm going right here, right now, because my without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Guy's going to win this slant. And things that he was doing, you know, getting the ball out to the tight ends. They had a ton of three tight end sets early in that first half. I mean, everybody got a piece of the action, and that was the, the cool thing to see. And nobody is more happy that Dak is back and in that groove than Dalton Schultz. He he is he is He's trying to get another paycheck. He is happier than a pig in mud that Dak is back at quarterback because he is now getting to that point where he's like, all right, now I'm getting that rhythm back. I know these young guys are coming from my spot and they will probably rightfully so get it eventually because of the price tag. Um but he's like, hey, let's just get going so that at the end of this year I have eighty another 80 catch season and close to somewhere to a thousand yards and a couple touchdowns. So that I can go get my paycheck somewhere else. But I think for, for Dak, it was one of those games where he looked, to your point, he looked like one of the upper echelon quarterbacks in the National 
football league just from 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 the the look of it, the look of it of of, of the confidence of it that I and that that goes a long way with me when when you when you're when you're a pastor. I wonder if maybe um I don't know if they would do this, but I wonder if maybe uh because I think you're right about the tight ends. I think this will be Dalton's last year here because they like Ferguson, they like Hendershot, like they're good there and they're cheap. I wonder if Tony Pollard gets that franchise tag. Where they're like, we don't have to pay pay a running back, but we could give you some money this year and you could play one more year with us. Uh that's just food for thought. I wonder no, if they would do point. that. That's a good point. That's one that's for twelve twelve million for one year is better than twelve million for five years. Let's just do it once and then we'll we'll see what's happening in the world. We'll start giving Malik Davis more snaps and, and there we go. Battle, come back and we'll figure this thing out again. Malik Davis was fine. Most running backs are kind of the same. Pollard's actually better than all of them, so he actually matters a little bit. You hate uh, running backs so much. Huh? You hate running backs so much. It just oozes out of you. Like not even oozes. It it it, it projectiles out of you that you hate. I love them. I just realized there's a hundred of them. <laughs> it's like a kicker. It's like kickers. There's Justin Tucker and then there's everybody else and everybody else. You have no idea who's going to kick better than the other guy next year. Like you have no idea who's better out of Zeke, Javante Williams, just start listing off NFL running backs. You don't know who's going to be better this year. The only ones that you know are going to be better are the ones that every year break tackles, force miss tackles, run through contact. Nick Chubb's good. Tony Pollard's good. Um, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's good. The guys who do that, okay, if you want to pay them and you're good with your other monies and you can afford to do that, that's cool. Derek but most Henry. of them are they're running backs. Tell me how they blocked. I'll tell you how I ran. It's just kind of what they do. <laughs> they're kickers that are more athletic. Most of them. Um, anyway, just in terms of the variants you get, they're just, you know, they're better than kickers. Wow. But I also don't give a crap if you can pass block. I'd much rather you tell me you're a hellified receiver. That'd be that'd be great. I'll take Christian McCaffrey. Give me the dude who's going to route you up and catch it and run over the dude who's going to run and block. Not only catch it, but high point fading in the back of the end zone two feet down. Like, that's special. I want the Bama running back. See, so for a guy who's very dismissive of pro running backs, I do love running backs. The Alabama running back, Gibbs, dude's yeah. Alvin Kamara. I want him. Yeah. Texas running back, B. John Robinson, mm-hmm. I want him. But then once they get, once it's time to get paid, I might not want him anymore. Fun fact, B.J. BJ Robinson and Gibbs were coached by who? I don't know. Former Dallas Cowboys running back and my good friend, Tashar Choice. Oh, that's why they're good. Yeah, sure, is awesome. He actually stole Gibbs from Alabama and had him at Georgia Tech last year. After he left, he told Gibbs, "You probably should go to Alabama because this this ain't it." And then now he's over coaching B. John Robinson at the University of Texas. Oh, I like that. Fun fact, right there. Cowboys allowed twenty nine points. Any worries about that, or are you okay because you won by twenty? Um, I don't know if I'm worried about that. At some point in time, you have to say to yourself. The Chicago Bears put up 30 points on you. And I get it. They're the number one rushing league in the, the number one rushing team in the league. And, and what Justin Fields brings as a runner is um very unique. And there's probably hey, only- hey Tank, how about realizing you're playing defensive end and the end is on the end and not to let people run around outside you. I told you, man, these guys are these guys are all about this sack party, man. Everybody wants to get a sack. I thought I thought Tank almost killed him that one play though. Like I don't know what I don't know who was supposed to block him. I literally thought Tank 
I thought his heart stopped. I thought he hit him so hard that his heart stopped. But yeah, that was 260 pounds of anger, aggression, speed, frustration, and unblocked. And yeah. he's just like, oh, thanks. I'll break and, him. There aren't many. Uh, there's what four? There's there's Hertz, Jackson, Murray, Fields, Allen, that gives you that dynamic of, man, we got to go 11 on 11. Like there's no, you know, this this guy will definitely take off and 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 hurt you. And you can probably say, I guess, honorable mention because he hit us for 70 yards. Daniel Jones, you know, he's not looking to run, but if he breaks containment, but he will, he he, he will, you know. So there aren't many teams that give you that type of headache. But I I've and maybe I'm wrong for this. I just can't stop looking ahead and going, we're gonna have to see this quarterback again. Not Justin Fields, but quarterback like Justin Fields. And I thought the Bears. Honestly, and I tweeted this, the Bears tried to come out in this game and zig instead of zagging, and they they weren't really good at zig at the zig. Like trying to come out passing the ball early in the game. Now, granted, Anthony Brown was beat the first play of the game. Absolutely. But they tried to come out and become this passing team early in the game and found themselves down 14-0. Had they took the same approach that they did kind of after those two touchdowns to start the game? And Wear your ass it, out. Yeah, it it it, it might have been a different looking game. Now I'm not saying the Cowboys wouldn't score 40, 50 points, but I'm saying you really gave up two empty first possessions trying to do something that you're not really good at. And then Matt Eufus was like, "Hey, hey, Getsy, my guy, we're not good at this. They 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 they're not falling for the bait. We we tried to attack Anthony Brown. We didn't complete it because our quarterback is not really that good at passing the football down the field. Let's go back to what we do really, really, really well, and it kind of helped them." in the sense, but you were already down 14, nothing. And that, that, that already kind of sealed your fate in this football game because you don't have an offense to overcome a 14 point deficit. But had you started doing what you're supposed to do from the beginning of this game, you would have had the Cowboys, especially defensively on their heels. It's a real weird year in the NFL uh, because I feel like normally there's more good teams. Like right now, I think if you're a hater, you could say the Cowboys are the third best team in the NFC. Yeah. But there's little doubt in my mind that Cowboys and Eagles are the two best and the Vikings are okay. But if you want to throw them in the mix, that's that's fine. And normally run defense, I'm like, eh, I'd much rather a team run on me and it require 15 to 20 plays of not getting penalties and not having negative runs than have a passing team who gets, you know, 8, 16, 11, 14, and you're just like, oh, crap. You scored again. You're going to score 50 on me. But you look at this year's NFC, and I wonder if the 49ers at some point aren't going to be considered one of the contenders here pretty quick. And it's like, okay, so two of the three teams you're going to have to beat in Philly and San Francisco really would be happy to call 40 run plays. And in most years to get the Super Bowl, I don't care. I need to beat Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and then I got to beat Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes. And I don't care if you want to run the ball a bunch. Good luck. A lot of teams are daring NFL teams to run these days. They want you to run. They're asking you to. They're begging you to. Uh, But I do wonder if the road to doing what you actually want to do will require you to stop somebody. Hell, we'll find out. They're going to play Philly again. And Philly's going to run the hell out of the ball. And if you beat them by double digits, I'll go, okay, you're fine. Philly's putting this thing together. I, I got a chance to watch a little bit of that football game as I was preparing for the pregame show yesterday. Uh, and Philly puts things together. Like, Philly is putting this thing together from a passing standpoint. 
Jalen Hurts only ran the ball two times yesterday. Yeah, he just threw that thing. He did the my old uh, Tony Romo, uh, Des Bryant approach, which is the PTB2. You take the snap, you pat that bitch twice, and you throw it. And he just throws it down there to A.J. Brown and watches him make adults look like children. (laughs) So, yeah, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, you look at this team last year and and what happened when we had to play San Francisco at home, it was – it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty, and a lot of it happened in the run game. And then that was able to, you know, play action pass and get the ball to Kittle and get the ball to Brandon Ayuk and get the ball to, you know, the guys like that. So hang then, 40 on him and it don't matter. Okay. Gotcha. Hang 40. All right. I love offense. Me too. I'm the, listen, I'm, we are the same. We are one of the same. You I like wanna, running backs too much. You're not, you, you, I want to pass, pass that. I, I would you say two T's and a B? PTB2, you pet that twice. Yeah, that's what I and want. You throw it. I'm all for that. If any team I'm on, I don't even want Tony Pollard on it. I don't want Zeke on it either. Throw it to me. Throw it to me every single down. That's what I want. You want Quadre Allison to be the starting running back where the coaching staff's like, I've never heard of him. Don't give him the exactly. ball. Exactly. Like, put the goo with the goggles back there. Just, just have him out there for because we need 11 guys out there. I don't care. I'm the guy that wants to throw the ball all around the park. That, like, I'm. I get football horny watching the Chiefs. I literally cannot watch the Chiefs in public because, you know what I'm saying? Things begin to rise. I get that. I do love it. Look, the Chiefs are my dream team because it's like they got the best quarterback, so that helps. But they, they're, they're like, all right, guys, we're looking at the numbers on the season. It appears we have the best offense in football, and our defense is about 24th. What should we do? And they're like, how about another receiver? Yeah. <laughs> Let's, Let's make score more. Let's stretch this thing out. Let's make it. Let's, okay, fourteen point deficit. Make it twenty four point deficit. Let's let's make these jokers. Let's apply the pressure at because eventually you just can't guard that much speed. You just can't. Somebody, there's going to be a player with so much speed that's a decent athlete that's going to be on your fourth cornerback who just can't keep up. And once they start doing all this stuff and that stuff and all this kind of stuff, you're gonna he's gonna come open. And they, they have a quarterback who. There is not throw. There is not a throw or distance of a throw that is out of his reach. So he can he can pat that thing three times, and you're like, and well, my internal clock says that the ball should be no, it ain't out yet. Oh, I dropped him in coverage. Here comes a 65 yard laser for a touchdown because you gave up coverage because you thought the ball was either sacked or thrown down to a checkdown. I mean, how can that not make you football horny? Yeah, the Chiefs are my team. They lost to the Bills 24-20, and they weren't like, well, they have a top three offense and a top three defense. That's not the reason. The reason is because we didn't score 30. We should have scored 30. So that's what we're going to do. Keep shooting threes. Let's go. Neither one of those teams has scored 49 this year, though. I'm just saying. Uh, Cowboys win. MFers. Get you a bye. They needed the bye week, too. Everybody on this damn team is hurt. Micah Parsons looked like he's dead at the end of every game. Like He literally doesn't even sit straight on the bench. He's laying and leaning and just rubbing a groin and like, this is not good, coach. We're good. We get a lot of Call of Duty in, man. Enjoy. What would your bye week destination be if you were a cowboy right now? Money money not being an object. Is that the way it goes? Money. Oh, dude, I'd be so boring. Like really? Vegas ain't for me. I went to a the Dallas Stars Hall of Fame gala thing last night, and before they actually opened the go- doors, 
like you're in the little open bar area waiting to be able to go to your table yeah. as more and more people get in and they get closer and closer to you. Like eventually I was just like, get the hell out of my way. And I went and sat on a couch that was in there. Like, just let me get the hell away from people. So like, I wouldn't want to do Vegas. I don't want to do Miami. I don't want excitement. Uh, I go to, I don't know, Banff in Canada. I'm, I'll be in the mountains. Now I'm gonna get hammered, but I'm gonna get hammered like with six friends um, in my hot tub overlooking the snow mountains. And that's where yeah, I'm gonna be. Yeah, no, I've, 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 Vegas is cool, but like anytime you go to Vegas, you just, Vegas is whack to me in the sense of just, I mean, whatever, it's Vegas. But for me, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do the Bahamas. Like, let's do the, I'm like you, like, like, we're like a swim the- up bar where it's expensive enough that we're not gonna have a ton of people here. Uh, yeah. you know, it'd just be us and we'd be uh, swimming up to the bar to have uh, a non alcoholic daiquiri, a mocktail. Yeah, no, I, I would be more of that. Of those lines of uh, let's just let's just keep it low key. All right, hey, guess what? This is believe in the Dallas Cowboys. He's Jesse Holly, former Cowboys wide receiver. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. Even if I don't play the audio, I promise that's who we are. Um, and thank you for stopping by. Brought to you by Bet Online. And remember, you have no idea what anyone's going through. You son of a. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Eliminate the contingencies. Yay! Yay! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.